Okay, uh, so I guess that's it. Welcome to episode three, well, episode two or three, we're not quite sure yet. Right, yeah. Episode two or three of Noob Talk. Noob Talk. Um, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. With me here is T. Henderson. Yup. <laughs> That's right. I am here. I am here. Yeah. Uh, How are you, Teague? I am okay. And okay. You? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, Good. Not th- I'm a little tired. Uh, it's a little, you know, as usual. Uh, there's. We'll try to pretend like we haven't already been talking for <laughs> three hours. Three hours, <laughs> <laughs> maybe four. <laughs> um, yeah. So. We're going to try and be a little bit more on track than we were last time. Uh, we've got a, a, a small list of topics here, and we will do a concerted effort to actually get through every single one of them. I like it. Uh, last time, we had a big list and really just talked about the first topic. Pretty much. I for think. an hour yeah. solid and then stopped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you could say that we're having some difficulty uh, keeping it on rails. Yeah, I think that would be a fair, um, uh, fair statement. But listen, we are both noobs. Mm-hmm. It is. It's called Noob Talk Radio for a so. reason. <laughs> okay, so our first topic we, we wanted to discuss is uh, this game called Generation Zero uh, that Teague was kind enough to bring to my attention. Um, I, I guess a few weeks ago now. Uh, I guess has sort of like taken over our gaming lives a little bit over the past uh, three weeks or so. Maybe, a, in, the, maybe in our thoughts, you know. Maybe uh, in I, our haven't, I haven't been playing it all that much. I've only actually well, I don't, played with you. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't. I don't have. I don't have as much time to play games as you. Yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah. I did, I would probably be playing a lot more. Yeah, but like, I believe it. Yeah. Also, it's kind of hardcore. It is very I mean, hardcore, like, and I don't want to do it single player. Yeah. yeah, I like the experience of doing it, working on a co-op, and you know, yeah, yeah, dealing totally. with the mods, dealing same with here. the uh, the robots as hard as they're supposed to be. You know, like, same uh, here, same here. So here, let's back up for a second. Um, Generation Zero is a game that I had literally heard nothing about. Um, you put it on my radar. Yeah, about three weeks ago, um, you showed me a trailer. I was immediately like, this game looks like one of the greatest first-person shooters I'll ever play. Why have I not heard of this? I mean, can you, yeah, I mean, can you tell, can, can you tell me how you came across this game? Like, I, I, I heard about it before it came out, and uh, I was really excited for it. Um, and then uh, after it was released, I, I, I heard the reviews, and I decided against it. Yeah. Um, and I just, uh, I, well, I kind of gave up on the idea. And then when I saw it for 10 bucks, I figured, <laughs> well, it might be worth a try if somebody else is willing to try it out, too. Yeah, can um, we say what the, the full price of the game is? 50 I think? I think it was 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. 50 bucks in the PlayStation Store. Yeah, I mean, $10 is kind of like... I think it was 10 It might have been 12 or something, but whatever. I mean, it was, I mean, it was under 20 It was 20 definitely, bucks. yeah, it was like 20 and under for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, that's not a big ask. No. I mean, definitely uh, after having played the game, I would say that now for sure I would be willing to pay... 50 bucks. Oh, absolutely. Like, no question. Oh, for sure. Like, please take my money. Can yeah. I have more game like this? Yeah, I'm surprised by the reviews. Uh, to yeah. To tell you the truth. I, yeah. I didn't agree with them at all. Yeah. Um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. And I just... But that makes me wonder how much has actually changed, you know, or how no, many No, totally. Yeah, so we should say... So before we go on, uh, this is a game, Generation Zero, by um, the producers Avalanche Studios group, producer-developer, uh, and... The specific developer is their systemic reaction division, which is uh, Avalanche got a little bit bigger, quote unquote, in, in as a company in recent history, and they broke off into three different um, sort of branches of their like development team. Uh, one of them handles this like primarily, I think, mobile game that they, that they make called The Hunter, I believe. Um, that's that's expansive worlds AB. Uh, Avalanche Studios themselves are, are the ones that are famously responsible for uh, the Just Cause games that we all know and well I, 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 I can't stand the idea of them but I don't know maybe you have you ever played a Just Cause game? I played I think the third one maybe it was 20 bucks or something and I had some fun with it it was kind of okay but, Yeah uh, it's, it's a genre It's its own it's, thing Yeah it's, like if you like that kind of thing yeah, it's it, not for me but I had like, fun with it but yeah. I mean again for a couple of bucks and for a very short time uh, Yeah yeah kind of some neat stuff you could do but yeah. but they also make of course the Mad Max game which you also have played I played um, it but I, I didn't get the, I didn't go deep into it um, yeah. I tried it I liked it it was cool but I didn't get super into it um, I feel kind I of bad you. yeah yeah. I feel like uh, there was so much I more don't, that I should have done I don't think it's that good a game personally no uh, but I did also I was excited when it came out I bought it um, I was I was zero like uh Maybe a, a little bit like okay, was eighty dollars really? There was a bit of a lot of money. Was it a full for price this, game? Uh, 
It was totally a full price game. Yeah, oh, I, I bought okay. it like uh, I think the day it released. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I was I, really, but it came out. It came out in a time that was like right, right after, after the movie, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah wow. right after Fury Road. Well, of course. So. Which I saw twice in theaters. It's like one of the greatest movie experiences. Well, so that's the selling point on the game on its own. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, no, yeah, I was sure. really I was in the Mad Max hype. At yeah. The time. Fair um, enough. Perfect but, time uh, for it to come out. Perfect time. Yeah, it's not a bad game. I wouldn't say it's a great game, but it's definitely like. I wasn't like upset that I bought it, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. I, I didn't realize it was an $80 game. Um, yeah, well, you probably, I mean, it went on sale oh, I, I think relatively I paid, quickly. I think I paid 20 bucks for it, maybe 30 but... Um, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I, I just assumed it was, you know, sort of like Generation Zero, a $55 game. Sure. Um, yeah, no, no, that would have been more, a lot more appropriate. It's a price point that, uh, that sort of is appropriate with, like, the scope and the depth of the game. Right. You know? Well, I, did, did you play the whole thing through? or No, uh, I played a while. Do you like, know how long it actually is to complete really? the story? Yeah, I think you actually got much further than I did. Because you were telling Definitely me stuff not. about, like, rocket launchers on cars and stuff. I never got that. I did deck out my car a bit, but... Yeah, um, well, I never got that, that was far. very early. Was it? That was like... I didn't get a launcher, man. That was like the second thing I did <laughs> in the game. Okay, anyway, we're getting think... off topic. We're getting yeah, off topic. Yeah, yeah, uh, Reeling it back in, just explaining that, yeah, so Generation Zero, it's by Avalanche Studios Group, but I believe that Generation Zero, it might actually be the first, the very first game made by that sort of new development arm of Avalanche. Oh. Uh, that, that, that branch is handling Generation Zero. They're handling Second Extinction, which we'll get to later, um, but... Yeah, so Generation Zero was released on March 26, 2019, so very recent. So, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, again, part of the reason why I was so surprised that I'd never heard about it. I mean, but, well, whatever, we'll come back to that. But yeah, uh, March 26, 2019, so just over a year ago, as far as I can tell, very little sort of press buzz when it came out because I pretty regularly uh, listen to a bunch of gaming podcasts. I'm on at least a few gaming news sites didn't remember hearing a single thing about this game when it came out. Um, how did you first first? I saw a trailer it? for it and was really, really excited for it. Um, yeah. I like the idea of co-op. It shows very well. Survival. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, it looked right up my alley and I was yeah. just 100% on board. But yeah. uh, again, based on reviews, I, I decided against it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, one of the sort of most impressive thing like or the most i guess uh noteworthy things about this game is that it's i think for me at least it's definitely the largest it's the it's the it's the most giant wall between the what an actual game scored and like how how i feel the game is to play like yeah i think it's like a 40 on on metacritic I, i'd have to check but well i don't agree with like, I, it's a 45 I, on metacritic i don't think that's, that's pretty god awful I, I don't think i agreed with like uh, maybe a couple of points on some of the reviews, but I mean, overall, like, uh, I didn't agree with most of what they said, and yeah. that's why I wonder yeah. again how much has been changed. Totally, totally. As... Neither of us has any experience with the game at launch because none of us tried it. A lot of the reviews uh, seem to like definitely at least I'd say maybe half of the negative reviews were speaking very largely about like really really horrible game breaking bugs. And in fairness, like, I mean, I read a few of them, like, those game-breaking bugs did sound really horrible. Like, stuff like, um, you know, uh, location markers on your map just completely vanishing after you, like, log out and log back in. Okay. Or, like, uh, like co-op bugs where, like, you know, so, and so co-op progress is a little weird in this game. Like, it, like a lot of stuff will save... Like, we should... Hang on. <laughs> Let's mm -hmm. back up for a second. So, yeah, the game is a, um, a sort of... I hesitate to call it single player or multiplayer because it's really like sort of seamless either. But it's a first person sort of action exploration game or action survival. I don't know. It's a little bit like... Exploration. There's exploration. No, there's no survival elements to it. No. Um, I mean, other than just, I suppose, collecting ammunition. Well, like, the, yeah, but no uh, eating, drinking, sleeping. No, uh, no. Finding shelter. So yeah, like first person exploration. Uh, it has a lot of action. Uh, it's set in a post-apocalyptic alternate reality, uh, I think, 19, yeah, 1980s uh, Sweden. How could I forget? The game has, like, a really, really heavy 1980s vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> amazing uh, title. That's why my character has a mullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I guess my character has kind of a jock uniform, but it's a little, like... No, he's got a Josh uniform 80s. on. No, no, he no, does have on. a Josh the, uniform yeah, on. Yeah, I think I've seen you wearing that stuff <laughs> totally. in real life. <laughs> totally, like, yeah. I, mean, yeah. Uh, I picked basically exactly... Your clothes. <laughs> for those of yeah. you that know me, I'm wearing in the... My character is wearing jeans. I guess kind of, like, boot-ish shoes. 
sort of like work bootish shoes, which is a little not me, I guess. But like, yeah, jeans. He's got an awesome flannel, flannel, flannel shirt underneath a jean jacket with a baseball cap. Yeah, with a baseball yeah. cap. With a baseball yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah. Pretty awesome. And I think you're bald. Uh, <laughs> I think you're short. If you're not bald, you've got short <laughs> hair under there. Yeah, you know, so. I can't remember. I haven't seen the hair in a long time. Yeah, There's been a lot yeah. of baseball cap wearing. It's, yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> Various kinds. The fancy new military hat I got recently. The game feels to me like sort of, I guess maybe, um, say, a cross between Fallout 3 and Far Cry 2 ish is kind of what it feels like to me it's like it's got elements of fallout in the sense of like it's a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic story um there is some character progression like there's a little bit of art like light mild rpg elements yeah skill trees and uh, skill trees uh different, crafting different weapons crafting a little bit of crafting, upgrading the weapon upgrading least, you know yeah yeah finding loot sort of moment to moment gameplay of the of the game is mo- more or less wandering around the swedish post-apocalyptic countryside uh, running away from dangerous robots they're trying to kill you scouring abandoned houses for like uh, you know gear maybe some loot upgrades ammunition ammo and med packs are in scarce supply mm-hmm. or at least or rather you find a lot of them but the, your supplies you go down yeah there's a lot yeah oh the, the combat in this game is like it's not that hard but it's brutally like the, like they will kill you so fast. Uh, you cannot go hit for hit. Uh, yeah, it's you have to you have to approach situations tactically, and yeah. uh, you need to. I think I think we really haven't utilized a lot of the mechanics in the game. Um, I think you're probably more than the right. Radios, yeah. The radios, the the tape decks, yeah. the flares and uh, fireworks. All of these things, I think, are uh, yeah. Fireworks confuse enemy sensors or something. Yeah, um, even the uh, the gas tanks and uh, everything true. like that. I feel like we really have some room to grow there. But uh, yeah, we've kind of barely scratched the surface of like. I, I mean, I feel like almost dirty using this term, but like it's definitely a game that has like emergent gameplay, uh, as in like you know, you, you, it sort of it puts you in a sandbox with these robot monsters. But how you tackle fights is like very much like up to you. you. Yeah, you can sneak around. You can take as much time as you want. You can try to lure them to a specific area. You can use destruct- destructible uh, environmental stuff. Like yep. um, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of like sort of different strategies. You can try and target like sensors or like fuel tanks on enemies. To, right. Like, yeah. Well, easier. for now we don't really. Yeah, yeah, we're only scratching the surface of that too. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of them you can actually tell, but I think yeah. at this point they're getting. They're getting armored, so I think their fuel tanks are covered now. Yeah. And I think you pretty much have to blast off the armor to access the soft spot. It seems like, yeah. I think so. But, yeah. um, like we were saying, we unfortunately can't speak to how the game was when it started because we've only seen it a year and some odd months later. When you can tell by reading the reviews that like a lot of the stuff really was probably largely fixed by patches. I'd imagine. Right? I like, mean, I'd imagine. But I don't know yeah. how much because a lot of... A lot of the complaints, uh, I remember, were, or at least some, were um, talking about uh, enemies sensing you too early, not being able to sneak. There was yeah. other things that I, I, I remember seeing and just not agreeing with at all. Because, yeah. again, they're robots, they're yeah. sensors, and yeah. all you really need to do is crouch and behind something. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, what you're talking about is, like, one of the review complaints from someone was, like, uh, sneaking, like, doesn't function. Right. Or, like, or, like, or, like stealth is broken. So, uh, that's what I feel like they have to have fixed that. Or maybe they it's added unclear, it. It's unclear, you know. Yeah. You know, maybe there wasn't even a crouch option before. Well, it's uh, unclear because it's just, like... Because I remember also in the review, the guy was saying... I, th- I think, if memory serves, the guy was saying that um, uh, they see you from way too far away. Right. But we've played the game, and we know through experience that it's, like... They're just clear. They're very clearly designed that way. You have to crouch and sneak like far away. Yeah, they see you from a mile away. But if you just crouch, they don't. There's see no problem. Yeah. Like yeah, like you can get super close and like. So it's really kind of like it's difficult to sift through. It, it, do have things changed or is this person just sort of like really doesn't like that style well, of I mean, stealth or it, something? How much time did they actually put into reviewing? It? You know, like uh, yeah, I, I mean, suppose yeah. a lot of. Uh, it's kind. Of, it, it unfortunately is like a double A game. Right. So it got a lot less attention. Yeah, than, like, and who knows how much time they actually put into it before yeah. coming up with the complaints. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, totally. It's, uh, they probably have worked out some bugs, and uh, but I, I just find it hard to believe that the game was like this at launch because uh, I don't think it would have gotten those scores. Oh no, for sure, for sure. Well, I mean, a lot of the stuff that they did speak about, which is like the uh, sort of like 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 broken quest progression, um, like people in uh, I guess we never said, but the game. 
can be played entirely single player or multiplayer. Yeah. Like it's designed with seamless uh, drop in drop out co-op. Um, it's clearly seems to be meant to be played with somebody. Um, well, almost to, necessary on, yeah. uh, on normal mode. Yeah, well, we've tried separately a little bit to play a single player a couple times, like, mm -hmm. just for a few minutes, and, like, it seems really clear that, like, you kind of can't survive, like, well, any, and, any and enemy Unless, again, we're not using all the mechanics in the game. Maybe, right? yeah. Uh, maybe. I feel like you would be able to if you did utilize all of the the tricks to killing these things and, and their weaknesses, you know? Yeah. Um, I think another one of the big complaints was just, like, yeah, bugs was a big one of them. Then another huge one that everyone was landing on was all the sites are saying very weak storytelling and empty gameplay. And I still, like, I mean, I think after having read these reviews and having played the game, I think that this is the way the game is supposed to be. What they're objecting to, I just think is actually a good thing. Okay. I okay. can't tell, but it's like, because they say weak storytelling and they give the example of, like, yeah, the story is just delivered through, like, messages you find in houses. Well, that's a game with no NPCs. Exactly. I mean, I mean it's that's... like... The, but the, to me, the game is not trying to tell a story no, really hard. No. It's, it's about exploring yeah, this and then you really find cool out environment. The story exactly. Finding notes yeah, you find out the story incidentally. Yeah. Like, it's just through, like... Like, the primary way of engaging with this game is not a massive story dump of, like, what's going on. It's a game that's a, very much about, like, sort of feeling the environment and, like... Like, seeing what there is to see, experiencing the sort of desolation and beauty of the landscape. like you Finding know. out what happened, where yeah. everybody went. Yeah, you exactly. You came back from vacation and everyone's dead. Um, exactly. I yeah. mean, so you're not supposed to know what happened. You, you no. figure it out. And, yeah. Uh, I like it. Okay. I like it, too. I love it. I mean, I really... It's like, to me, you know, this is one of the first games in a long time... I always feel like I'm in the game the most when I'm playing first-person games. But it's like, you have a game where you're just... You're like a beautiful world that's mysterious and like sort of like has like secrets in it and like a whole bunch of depth is like just given to you and you're sort of just like given complete freedom to like explore whatever you like. Yeah. Like Fallout 3 felt the same way for me the first time I played it. Okay. It was like you just come out of the vault, it's a giant world in front of you, you've got a shitty gun. Yeah. You know, and like go to it. Yeah. Yeah. But they had NPCs and yeah, more of a clear story. But again, that was more... It's a different game, you know? But I, I do game. understand what you're saying and the yeah. similarities. But Yeah, I feel like the thing they're harping on is not something this game is trying to do. Okay. Which yeah. is, I guess, my issue with it, you okay. know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, I feel like they didn't evaluate it on what it's actually attempting to Well, it's to like achieve. saying that the melee combat is really shitty in it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, there is no. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Although it's coming. I believe it, yeah. yeah like, yeah. The, 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 the Phoenix Rising update uh, is actually going to add melee combat. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, I guess, you know, we're a little all over the place here because, like I said on the previous episode of the podcast, we are 100% not journalists mm -hmm. and uh, we don't really know how to do this. Nope. So it's going to be kind of a total shit show yep. until we sort of naturally hit some sort of stride. But, um, yeah, the game has uh, one DLC out uh, already called um, Alpine Unrest, I think. And there is a Phoenix Rising DLC, that's Phoenix FNIX. I think it's supposed to be like a new class of machine, a new class uh, of like robot, guess, yeah. robot enemy or something. And uh, that's, I'm, I, I'd have to check here. I guess this will be one of those instances in the podcast where Josh edits out a whole bunch of dead noise. Because he's going to go and Google right now, Phoenix Rising release date. So it's coming out on PC. Uh, no, no, it's coming out on everything. Okay. Yeah, so Phoenix Rising uh, is co has come out already June 23rd on PC. Oh, okay. That's it just hasn't arrived on PlayStation right, 4 and Xbox right. One yet. But it's presumably coming in the very near future, one would assume. Uh, and yeah, Phoenix Rising is supposed to add melee combat. Interesting. So that was just, you know, a little giant segue... Uh, to, to address the fact that melee combat <laughs> is coming, <laughs> right, right. So right. nobody panic. Uh, mm -hmm. Katanas and uh, hey, maces and whatnot are all going to be in the game. Uh, but yeah, so uh, as we were saying, poor storytelling is one of the big complaints. Too many bugs. Um, a lot of reviewers were saying that gameplay is just empty. Like like the actual fighting of the robots is like repetitive and dull. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what's your initial thought about about this as an objection? I mean, we're pretty early on, and um, so far, uh, yeah, we've had to change our tactics. Um, yeah. Twice. Uh, and it seems like uh, if we want to get past that next part where we gave up last time, oh, uh, we're going to have to change really our tactics again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, like, so far, I haven't 
found a single thing that I would call boring. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, every fight with robots in the game has been tense. The action is very explosive. Yeah. Like, it's like, either you're dead or they're dead real fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Almost like Bushido Blade. Almost like Bushido you Blade. Know, sure. Uh, yeah. Be, uh, could be over really quick. If, it's uh, quick and dirty. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's yeah. quick and dirty, and that makes for really good tension and really fun, exciting tense encounters that are over fast, and then you're recovering, because you're yeah. like, oh well, my that, god. That, that was... last one was not fast. Um, no, but, uh... no. I guess we should say, so yeah, the last time we played together, we sort of, uh, we had this plan where the, the, the game has like, I don't know, five islands, maybe? Five giant islands. Uh, and we're in an island, that we're, we're still on the island you start in, which we've assumed is the tutorial zone. Although, so far it looks like we've seen every class of machine available. It seems like it, yeah. It seems like, including these giant hulking juggernauts. But um, dreadnoughts? Harvesters? I can't both, remember. I, I think, uh, Maybe both? I think the juggernauts are the smaller ones. I think the harvesters are one type, and there's another one... But they're, they're the yeah. ones that rocket you. And, sure, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're trouble. They're trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we said that once we finish, we 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 just last time we played, we just finished. Finally, we left the starting island. I think. I mean, it doesn't may not seem like that much, but I'm pretty sure we've played for at least twenty hours. Okay, okay. Like all together. I believe like, that. Like co-op the whole time, which yeah, is I that. quite a bit. It's um, a bit, yeah. We got into like the first encounter in a new zone. We got we 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 found some um, like a really impressive force of robots in a place we were in. They chased us out. There was way too many of them. We both started gunning down the countryside, trying to find like places to hide. And we attracted the attention of at least, I think, three times as many robots as what we initially had while tearing through the countryside and a bunch of like, you know, buildings and like barns and stuff. Including one giant harvester monster. Yeah, like, yeah. But we killed all our enemies. All our, uh, all the, uh, what's, what are, oh, nemesis. Right? Rivals, rivals. Rivals. All the yeah, rivals yeah. came after us at that point. And then it was later that we got really clusterfucked. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then you had company, so you had to hop off. Exactly. And I was in a gunfight <laughs> in the house, and a big guy was in the house with me, and it was not good. Oh my god, yeah. It was not good. No, I mean, shit hit the fan last time we played in a way that kind of, like, makes me a little bit scared to continue playing the game. I'll uh, be honest. Yeah. Well, that's like, pretty intense, man. I don't it know. Would, like, I mean, I used I used my entire supply of med packs. Me too. I think I went through like a third of the ammo I was carrying. Which I think is I went through something like two thousand automatic rounds. Um, yeah, it was pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, I think I need to put that next perk to get more ammo. Maybe, um, maybe. And I think we might I don't need know. to do some stockpiling of uh, of med med kits again. Yeah, um, I mean, I I wish there was a really effective way to do that. It's just it's sort of just quasi random. Because they respawn, so I think That's if we true. go back yeah. to the beginning, uh, the robots will be respawned, but we have better weapons, better gear, more ammo, we're, we're better now. It's true. Um, yeah. So we yeah. can kill them pretty easily. We're more badass than when we started. Yeah, we're, and not use a med pack, you know. <laughs> I feel like we should take a second and talk about, because um, another mechanic that's maybe a little bit different than similar games to, to in, in the style, is the way that when you die... Uh, you just read so you know the game has like a fairly standard the first person combat is more or less what you'd expect in first person combat games you know when you go to, you, when you go down there's a down timer like your friend can revive you if yeah. he like gets to you with you like can revive uh, yourself if you have uh, ad adrenaline, adrenaline shot, adrenaline shot yeah right. yeah stim pack adrenaline shot yeah, yeah whatever right. it is yeah yeah I'm still on the the Fallout business so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, well the game clearly like it definitely has a lot of Fallout DNA that's for sure yeah. Uh, but when you actually die, um, you just respawn at any safe point. Yeah, anywhere or you any want. safe house. I any guess. safe house. Yeah. Yeah. Any safe house you've currently unlocked. Uh, there's literally zero penalties to death whatsoever. Well, except the the enemies respawn. I mean, there's no penalty no. to you. It's just to get back to where you were. Enemies sure. will have respawned. Uh, not even for the most part. Uh -huh. Like, I mean, the respawn timer on enemies is like like not in a play session. Okay. Like over a day or so, I think. For example, and tried an area and found enemies that I killed yesterday. Back. Okay, yeah. But I think that you know, while we've been playing, no enemies have ever respawned. Oh, okay. I think they're on some sort of real like, world timer. I, I feel maybe? like I died at one point, spawned somewhere, uh, and tried to make it back, and there was a whole bunch of dogs waiting outside for me. You but sure we didn't? We may not. I may not have cleared that place that day. Exactly. That may have been a previous, yeah. Yeah, I think he went session. to a different zone. I think you're right. And we hadn't cleared there, and yeah, yeah there were enemies there. It was the there. farm. It was the barn. Sure. Yeah, yeah it and could it be. it was bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, there's no penalty to death, which for me, uh, I guess, you know, I'm a f somewhat hardcore video gamer. I usually like my video games to be fairly hard. 
play a lot of the Souls series, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh, stuff like that. So I would have thought that a mechanic like this would bug me because there's no no real meaningful penalty. But for some reason, it seems to fit perfectly in this game. It does. Well, the amount of med packs and the amount of and the scarcity of ammo. Um, yeah, it, that is the consequence. That's the penalty. Uh, is the how the much dwindling ammo, resources. How much have you? How many resources have you used to in that fight? And then yeah. now you need them again. Um, yeah. If you have zero med packs, you're not going to be able to make a lot of progress in the game. No. Right. Like because whenever you go to a new a new area, a new zone. There's no safe house unlocked nearby, usually. No. So, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's uh, it's an elegant system because the fact that there's no penalty to death means that I'm not afraid to explore. Which is nice. It's really nice because the game is primarily about exploration. Yeah. Like, like, the best thing about the game is, like, is sort of, like, seeing this incredibly beautiful... Like 1980s Sweden, you know, which well, is just like gorgeous. It, it's kind of neat to find a note or a tape and find out what happened to all the people before yeah. you, and, yeah. and you know, get the next mission marker. Or yeah, they, like they dole it out slowly, like at a slow enough pace that you're. Well, you want to know what happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's actually, and you're not overwhelmed with information. Not at all. Like it's not like you know some games like this. It's like you're constantly finding audio tapes and like yeah, and whatever. Like uh, yeah, yeah. But this is few and far between, and yeah. it's and it's yeah. important information. It's uh, yeah. you know. They went to this bunker. Yeah, this bunker. You know, and uh, yeah. Every time, I, every time I find one in this game, I'm like, I'm stopping and I'm reading this stuff carefully and yeah. trying to process it. Yeah. Uh, even though you know we're playing together, and it's like I usually don't pay that much attention to a game's story oh, I when I'm playing with someone. Yeah, you know, like when I'm doing multiplayer. But like, no, in this one, I really find them. If like, I have to read, I don't. Yeah, a lot of reviewers. I guess I sort of divided it into three categories of the stuff okay. they hated. Uh, that was the first two, and the final one. I think. I mean, stop me if I already covered this, but. Um, the fact that the game world itself is a little empty and dull. Okay. I don't think we talked about this yet. I don't right? think so, no. Yeah, the, and the, the way they phrased it is is uh, very specific, too. They were like, there's nothing to do in the game. Uh, all the all the zones you go to are cookie cutter. Like, they all look the same. Uh, there's the same stuff everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't agree. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, in any area, the buildings are in real life are usually similar <laughs> um, yeah. and these aren't identical there are differences no. yeah. and I've been paying attention enough. because yeah. I read those yeah. negative reviews and I was like I'm looking for it and I'm not finding it and and I I'm willing to bet if you go to rural Sweden and walk around <laughs> that you would probably see a similar barn style in every farmhouse similar architecture for the the, the houses and the gas stations whatever yeah, um totally. I mean well, one positive review I actually read, the guy was saying, because he was from, uh, where was he from? Borders on, Swindle, uh, on, on uh, Sweden? Sweden? I want to go. Matter. Uh, anyways. Somewhere over there. But he was saying that, like, yeah, it was exactly like, like he, he had a lot of nostalgia for, like, his childhood because it really did look a lot like growing up in that area did. You yeah, know? I believe it. I mean, there's... Um, uh... I wouldn't call it cookie cutter. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean. I mean, to me, like, like every time we come across a new location, like, you can sort of you can see big hot spots of like places with lots of like, like, oh, this place has like a whole bunch of buildings on the map. It's probably some sort of like I don't know refinery or something. This place is a bunch of buildings. Maybe it's like a know, an old bunker or something. This place looks kind of like a town. But then when you go on the map with really nothing in the middle that you can see. You're going to come across at least like you know three to five little sort of like just spots of interest along the way yeah. where it's like maybe you just you walk across a, a, a freeway you know a bunch of like ruined cars and like a giant wreckage like like wreckage of a tank like yeah. in some sort of unique fashion yeah maybe yeah, yeah. maybe there's some robots maybe there isn't no, dead robots too dead robots Often sometimes dead robots and yeah. like I've I've crossed hills going from one place to another place and found like little survivor camps on top right yeah no that, I do like I've seen those that too. don't look like they all look different yeah they're not the same some of them even have like people. like missions dead, dead people, people weapons, like uh, notes yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff no 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 I don't know I mean even and even the houses that that are uh, very similar. The stuff isn't in the same places in them, or no. they're not. They're not the same layout. That like they're similar, but yeah. they're, they're something yeah. different. So yeah. maybe this is a living room. They're here, never exactly the same, and it's a kitchen on this one. Sure. Know? Or the TV is actually over there, or yeah. you know, like they're actually no. You know what? No, the TV's always in the same place. <laughs> okay, I've fine. Only, I've only noticed so we'll, that. So we'll, we'll give them that one. I've only noticed that since I started shooting. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think I think neither of us really gets the objection 
No, I'm, like, I, I really am impressed with it, and uh, I recommend it to anybody. Uh, same here. I mean, if I were to review this, I would think I would give it, I mean, at least a 7 on 10. I think more like probably an 8 on 10, and like a personal like 8.59 maybe. Okay, yeah. Like for me, it's like I'm just fucking loving it. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, I guess I would have to give it, say, like a 7 on 10, because it's like, it's sort of like not mass market appeal enough. But I mean, oh, I guess yeah. Like it's not as polished as like some other things. Like that's fine, you yeah. know. But like, like all the outfits are like very authentically '80s looking. Maybe yeah, maybe so. Swedish. So. <laughs> well, I mean, does you, could either of us say what, what Sweden in the '80s was like? I, I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> that punk skirt and those painted fingernails, maybe, maybe. That's true. That's um, true. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I think we we would both recommend it heavily. Oh yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I, I, I'd recommend it even at the fifty-five dollars. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Like, same I think here. it's a, well worth the money. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely gotten my money's worth already. Oh, yeah. We've just scratched the surface. Yeah. It's like if I walked away from the game right now, I would not be sad. Oh, no, I'd no. be like that was well, an awesome experience. I want to know what happened. Uh, <laughs> no, I would same be a here. little sad. I would I would feel a little a little like I'm lacking something cuz I need to know <laughs> what happened. But I mean but like I, in terms of getting getting gameplay out of it. Yeah, it's, oh, like, it's well worth it. Already, you know, I've enjoyed myself. I've spent uh, yeah, I've, I feel like the game owes me nothing. Oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. After yeah. our first play session the game owed us nothing. Yeah, um, totally. Like totally. I, the amount yeah. of enjoyment I got out of it just yeah. the initial uh, just my first encounter with a robot, and yeah. where, when I accidentally put my gun away and couldn't re-equip it, uh, <laughs> just that that experience um, was worth the investment. To me. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was amazing. And, no, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's a it's a pretty good game. I don't I don't really understand. I don't understand that. people's uh, yeah people's views on it. I think I can still see the objections these guys have in the game I'm looking at. I just don't see them as negative points. Okay, yeah. You know, like, can't say for sure. Yeah. But either way, what we can say is that a year and some odd months later, we now think this is fantastic. Oh, it's a great game. No, it's a very cool game. And I mean, we we are early on, but again, uh, I don't know how into it I would have gotten solo. um, Yeah, no, that's a tough one. not on easy, because, like, again, trying it on easy just to see how the stuff was, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, um, yeah, I've yeah. The it. game is kind of like it's a little. It's perfect for for co-op. We should probably say also that like there's a there is an option in the settings um, where you can uh, what is it like slide the difficulty according to the amount of players you have. Yes, your difficulty we, scaling. Yeah. We don't have this turned on. No. So for what that's worth, um, but the the experience of the difficulty. It's on skirmish for us, skirmish difficulty, right. which is, uh, I think they added Normal. difficulties later. Like, I don't think they had them to begin with. But skirmish is the original, the okay, way the yeah. game was programmed. Normal, right. Yeah, it's like the basic difficulty. Right, right. Uh, and we haven't turned on the make it harder because we have two option. No. But it feels perfect yep. on skirmish without that on, to me at least. I'd be very curious to see, like, uh, how many people, like, if we could do it with three or four people, I think yeah. it would be even better. I think we Probably, could really yeah, get yeah. tactical and do some cool yeah. shit. Yeah, then we could maybe put on that option for a just difficulty yeah. point to play. I don't know. You I'm know, not like sure we'd have to try it. We, we but... would because that last situation, I think two more people well, may not yeah. save the day, you know. Uh, yeah, we're starting to see maybe that like, okay, maybe it was not that hard because we are on the first tutorial. Island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like now suddenly it's like a whole new world of like just completely getting clusterfucked. Oh, by, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, unbelievably strong enemy forces. Looking back at it right now, though, um, in terms of uh, bugginess and uh, some things that... Okay, those big robots, not the harvesters, the other big guys, they definitely, definitely, definitely should not be able to make it into a house. And they do. Why uh, shouldn't they be able to make it into a house? Because they're about twice the size of the door. No, they're not. They're huge. Are they? Yeah. I they're felt massive. like they were the same size as the when doorway. When they're standing up downstairs, their head comes through the floor. On really? The second floor. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can actually... I don't think sh- I ever saw this. No, this is how... When somebody came by your house last time, and uh, this is where I was, and I had to run up... Did you keep playing after I left the session? Very shortly, yeah. Okay. Uh, until I died, and then I just uh, gave up. Um, I had high hopes. I really wanted to stick it through until the point where you could see the end, and I was just like, Yeah, uh, no, I, I had killed a bunch of them, but they made it into the house. And um, I didn't think they could, um, yeah. because, again, they're both... They usually can't, yeah. No. It's maybe semi-glitch. I'm thinking, because his, he was glitching through the floor. Like, I could see his head through the floor, and I could shoot him through the floor. 
I don't, I'm not 100% that I didn't kill him that way. I had to go down the stairs to kill him. So I don't know if he was actually taking damage. But it, there was definitely some bugginess going on there. And yeah. that I do, I had completely forgotten about that. But uh, there are a couple of bugs for sure. Because that, that didn't make any sense. And right. I thought we were safer. I really appreciated the fact that they could shoot through windows when you were in the house. Yeah. I yeah, thought that was really sure. cool. And for dogs sure. and ticks could come in. I thought that oh, was Oh, can they? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, ticks have totally... Can. They sent ticks yeah, in. For the uninitiated, ticks are sort of like little spider bots that, like, yeah. jump at you, either try to claw your face off, or sometimes explode. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the model of tick. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought that was really cool. But again, yeah. the fact that the big guys can come in, not so much. We really haven't played the game in true solo, so we really can't say maybe it really doesn't hold up for some reason. On I imagine it would be fine after a while... But I don't know. I'm not sure. It seemed again, rough. Just, just based just on difficulty wise. Well, like we've, yeah, we've had some close calls co-op, and um, that's true. And yeah. it's not on scaling to difficult. So I'm thinking trying that solo might really, it might be very unbalanced and uh, yeah, it might. and yeah. deter you from giving it a decent review. You know, that's you know that that's a totally fair point. But I mean, at the same time, most of the reviewers I saw, they all talked about multiplayer. Uh, okay. Like, I mean, I guess, you know, one or two of them did say, like, oh, yeah, okay, doing it solo was a little brutal. Um, I kind of wish that we, had had that we had taken a little bit of more time individually to play it solo now, just so we could speak a little bit more to, like, can we recommend the game single player, you know? Because we kind of just don't know at the moment, no, right? No, like, no. I'm, I'm leaning towards no. Um, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards no. I would really like to... The, so the, the, the deal we made was we'd play together exclusively... Um, just co-op, barring like you know a couple sessions to like inventory manage or like yeah, yeah. wander around a bit when you're bored. But like I didn't get in a single fight by myself mm. without you. Um, so yeah, we, we we agreed to do the whole game co-op until we left the tutorial island, right. which we're just now doing after 20 hours. So now I kind of want to maybe go back in and try it a little bit solo sometime to see just kind of what it feels like. I yeah. mean. We have good equipment now. Now I've got, I've got, or my, better. I've got my automatics. I'm pretty confident. I'm not yeah. really worried anymore. I mean, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, that SMG made all the difference, and uh, yeah, I feel, uh, I feel good. I mean, uh, pro, pro tip from Teague, by the way, he's he is 100 percent. Uh, SM is it SMG? Um, yeah, it's a submachine gun. Yeah. Submachine gun for the win. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but you're gonna like it uh, <laughs> with the armor-piercing rounds. You're gonna like it. He totally um, swears by it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. How well, many? You, you how, saw me. You saw how I many did. those big guys. I I thought you were using an assault rifle when you were yeah, doing no, that. No, yeah, no, SMG. No, nah, I mean, way. geez, yeah, you're kind of uh, you're making me wonder now. I've I've been playing exclusively. Sniper, uh, like long, long, like long bore rifle. Is hunting that accurate? Rifle, yeah. Hunting rifle, hunting rifle, and twelve gauge shotgun. Yeah. Um, haven't really. I guess I started busting out the assault rifle lately because of we the had things. these uh, the regular rifle, giant, giant, like you know, harvesters, yeah. like taller than a building harvesters that yeah, are just like take hundreds of rounds. I don't know. I mean, they're completely nuts. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. The fifty cal sniper rifle. Yes. That's, yeah, you yeah. just need to upgrade your game. So like, yeah. you know, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, shotgun, I've been there's going to be a better shotgun. Well, ammo is so scarce that yeah. like I've been saving every. But I think I have a fair amount of 50 gauge, uh, 50 gauge sniper rounds. Yeah, we found this like 50 gauge super badass sniper. 50 cal, yeah. 50 cal. Sorry, that does like. I don't know, it's got like it's double damage. the damage of the it's sniper or something. Yeah. It looks like a really intense sniper rifle. So we imagine this is what we're supposed to... This is, as a sniper, I'm yeah, kind of sniping. Yeah, this is going to be a new thing. This and is what I should use. And there will be a new shotgun. I'm sure there's Probably, be a new yeah, shotgun. yeah. And, yeah. And but, I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm only at the point where I've, I've only got like... I don't know, probably like 50 rounds for my 50 caliber. Yeah, so and it's they go like, quicker. They go quicker. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like... It's I, a I, lot faster shooting than the, uh, the, the hunting rifle. It's a game that we both love... I mean, I'm extremely thankful to you for bringing this to my attention. It's a game I never would have discovered on my own. I don't know why, but it's like it's, it was a huge blind spot for me. 
Um, I mean, I'm well, now sort of... It's a small... It was a small... It, there was no hype for it, you know? Like It uh, looks so... I mean, when I watched that trailer for the first time... Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, blown yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, were really I'm like, how it. could anybody who sees this trailer not immediately want to go and buy this game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit my genre, like, yeah. like first-person shooters like this well, that are kind of, of atmospheric and intense. It's, it's like, kind of scary, too. Of yeah, Like, the music, totally. the, the, the audio... It's moody. Uh, it's moody as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, really tense... Good stuff, man. No, so I, uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, yeah, same they, here. Uh, same here. But uh, but again, I think co-op and uh, mm. yeah. Well, now that we've passed our, we've gotten past the tutorial island. Yeah, we're both opening it up to like if we want to try and play single player, we'll go ahead. But like also, if we want to open it up to other people too, like I know at least I have one friend, a friend I play Destiny with, who has the game now, so he could maybe play with us. Definitely. Uh, and you can also we can we can just set it open to like anybody can join and I see what it would be. Don't I don't like playing with random people. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. in something that we need to be we need to work together. You yeah. Know? Uh, and I don't want to have. Not only do I not want to have a squeaker join the party, um, as some kid. I, I, I just dare I ask what uh... a squeaker is just a kid prepubescent uh, prepubescent online game. I keep I want to think tweaker now when you say squeaker yeah, squeakers, but yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're kids uh, rather not be in a party with uh, randoms and uh, yeah I, I mean they're, they're definitely I don't know how many of them actually played this game but yeah anyways I, I feel like if we do play with other people, they, we need to be on the same page. And, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. And work you. together. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like, it's uh, definitely a game for coordination and tactics. <laughs> I think Strategizing it's, against I think these like necessary. giant, giant mechs. Yeah. It's a little bit like Terminator vibes too, because it's like oh, uh, no, it's I was 80s and say, all robots. Well, Did we uh, really? I, when we were saying, I want to find out what <laughs> happened. I'm like, I know exactly what happened. Fucking Skynet. Happened. Uh, this is what happens when you invest. Uh, I thought in, they uh, told you at the beginning of the yeah, game they do. in the opening crawl. After World War II, Sweden yeah. never wanted to have to go neutral again, and they had a ridiculous amount of money, mm -hmm. so they spent it all on a defense system, uh, yeah. a national defense system. Uh, which turned on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we don't know how, but like fucking Skynet. Yes, <laughs> I guess. Of course, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. robots are bad, man. Like, robots are bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't really think of a better way to end the segment. I think we've pretty much. You should play point zero. All there is to play. Yeah, yeah. Play point zero. Try it out. Um, generation zero. Generation point zero. Was point zero is the clothing, clothing company. Wasn't <laughs> <it>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a second, when you first said that, I was like, did I just did my brain <laughs> did I mishear that or? Give it a try. Try it. I think probably you'll like it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, this this discussion too, it's making me even more excited about... I completely forgot that they're adding melee weapons in the next update. That's kind of cool. I'm excited. That's a neat dimension. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be useful for the dogs. Yeah. And yeah. ticks. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap that up, and we're going to be right back with our next topic is... And we're going to discuss a few news items because uh, we're we're still undecided if this is really a is it just a conversational podcast is it a news podcast we don't know I think mostly we're conversational leaving it open to either one or two tidbits of news on stuff that we actually care about yeah uh, yeah but I, I don't care to speak about stuff that I don't care about <laughs> so <laughs> never do, you know. I, never do I. and I'm not um, all that informed so um. <laughs> all right well we'll wrap that up for now we'll be right back so we're back with new talk mm -hmm. um, why don't we just really briefly Ghost Shima was a huge game uh, that I don't really have a whole lot of interest in, but you have actually played significantly. I mean, how do you feel about the game? No, I, I put in I put in time, and I uh, I got I got a lot of uh, definitely a lot of good times out of it. Uh, but uh, there's there's a real desire to level up and and or well, there's no levels, but to unlock abilities and and get new skills. And once you get the skills you want. Um, the excitement's kind of, or the drive to get the next one is significantly less. You know? yeah. And once you upgrade your your gear as far as you can, the the drive again is also right depleted. You know, and I think the game is so big that I upgraded my stuff as much as possible and learned as much as possible. Like I did every, I didn't leave any stone unturned. Like the the first section of the map, I cleared entirely. Like I didn't. <laughs> it did the whole thing and yeah. I didn't miss an opportunity to get materials to upgrade my sword or to skill uh, new technique points to get a new skill so again uh, like I really 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 was into it and it was addictive as hell you know because mm -hmm. like, uh, you want that next ability but right. once you have them all it's kind of 
I mean, yeah, the game's still fun, uh, but the most of the excitement or the the drive for me was being able getting the ability yeah once you have it it's kind of well i mean we're just coming off of the generation zero discussion right so like in generation zero i i don't feel like the uh the like there was something i was chasing that the gameplay is suddenly now becoming really boring because i don't have the thing to chase right no. so what's the difference between that and what tsushima is doing yeah you see where i'm going with this yeah no i do i do yeah. i sort of the skin box was it or skinner box skinner box yeah yeah, yeah, skin yeah. Box. yeah. um no that uh, i i do know what you mean uh like is there a sh like is the gameplay fundamentally kind of more shallow than, than than you were hoping for or what you know what's going on there i guess i do understand the repetition part people saying that emissions are are similar like they yeah some are i haven't come across it much yet it hasn't been a problem at all and i've kind of barely noticed only because people have said it that i have noticed but hmm. it's minimal and sure there's, there's no uh there's just i've got what i wanted out of it you know ghost tsushima on the surface like it's see it, it has a little bit in common with like the dark souls dna you know of just like the fact that it's i know that the, the games are very different in terms of like one's like very much an open world fighting game and dark souls is its own sort of hardcore physics fighting based beast whatever um, but still I mean you know you look at the you look at combats in the two games and on the surface there's a lot of similarities like they're both third person uh, they're both actiony but like when I was playing Dark Souls I never once felt bored by anything going on not one, not literally not once in no. the entire playthrough so I wonder you know what what is this game maybe missing that Dark Souls was giving me? Unfortunately, like, I haven't played both, right? And yeah, neither yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. You've played Tsushima, you haven't played, played that Dark much Dark Souls. I've played Dark Souls 3 a bit. A little not bit. Much. Not yeah. much. Not much at all. And it was really cool. But um, the difference is uh, to progress in Dark Souls, there's only one way to go. Uh, to progress yeah, in Ghost of Tsushima, if you can't pass something, you don't... I mean, in the main story, sure, but... A lot of the stuff that most of the stuff that I've done has not been the main story. Um, it was all side stuff and just stuff to again level me up and uh, and explore. If I just did the story, I don't know. I probably would have played through a lot quicker, obviously. Mm -hmm. But um, well, that's my next step. You know, like it's to yeah. actually do the story. I'm still in the mindset of I need to to uncover every corner. You know, right. Um, it's really just the story that I should be doing now. But I'm yeah. still in stuck in the mind state of, like, when I'm playing this, I'm upgrading my guy. It's just, there's yeah. no... I mean, there, I really am not into the, the single-player games. So after yeah. I got all of those... After I did all those things that really pushed me to do it, pushed me to play, I, I kind of went back to the... I'm playing by myself. And right. I don't... Uh, I, I didn't have the same interest you know yeah yeah okay well i mean you know that, that that sort of leads us naturally into the first uh new segment thing we had which is a uh, big ghost tsushima multiplayer patch announced yeah, um i believe this was quote unquote just announced i don't even know if uh do we know when it's coming out i i'm thinking september or december but uh yeah i think could... i think you're right i think sometime in september here we'll take a one second for some reason i feel like they had uh a guesstimation date you know, yes, it's going to come out between here and here. Uh, PlayStation blog, Ghost of Tsushima Legends coming to first details on new multiplayer co-op mode inspired by Japanese mythology. Later this year, quote unquote. <laughs> yep. So it looks like uh, it's between officially September later and this December. year. <laughs> <laughs> later this year. I mean, uh, later this year it's the it end is. of August. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to come in August. Um, <laughs> no. So <laughs> my guess is between September and December. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's why. I, thought, I, I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, this was this was just announced. Uh, it's uh, the internet seems to be a buzz about it. Um, it's basically you know you probably know the most about it. New co-op um, or new co-op game modes. Yeah, I, I actually don't know all that much about it. I've watched a few videos uh, on YouTube about it. It looks really cool, and what it, from it does. what I've heard, it, it sounds neat. Not really sure what's gonna come. You know, like yeah. I don't know how much of what they're saying is speculation or yeah or what. Well, and, the, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a trailer. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the trailer does showcase at least. We see the four classes. Um, we see that there's 
two-player co-op one? Yeah, something about stories. Yeah, and then a three to four-player co-op also. Three to four-player survival-ish mode. Yeah, or something, something like, like survival or wave-based. Yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. It's got four of the. It features like four of the characters from inside the I, game. I think they are. It looks like they're characters that are they're legends of in the story of it. So like right. in the story, there are legends you come across and you hear about an ancient warrior who did whatever and you get their bow or their armor or their something from the story mission and i'm guessing it's gonna have something to do with that but it looks like there's magic now so oh new magical twists magical twists it's not completely clear or unclear yet exactly what this will entail yeah but i mean you seem pretty excited i'm gonna play it it's free I think the timing is perfect. Like, it's right when people are starting to sort of, like, wane a little bit on enthusiasm in the game. It's not enough time that you've forgotten all the stuff you learned in the game. Oh, no, yeah. But it's, like, not so fast that you haven't had your chance to, like, sort of experience a single player either. Well, people have played through the entirety of the game multiple times by now. You know? Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not... If you're going for the story and you're you're going through... I mean, like, you could... It looks big, I mean, to I me. feel like the story, though, is... For some reason, I'm thinking, like, 35 hours. It sounds like you're enjoying the game. It's very cool. If I had focused on the story, I would be done the story by now, probably. I've been holding off on it because I want to prolong the experience. But uh, okay. my interest in it has weaned because I've done the majority of the hard work, I think. You yeah, know? Like it's, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It is probably a little on the easy side now. Again. But you're also way more kitted out than you were before. Well, that's so, the thing, yeah, you know. So I could I could put on other clothes to do this if I want right. to, you know. I don't need to be wearing my top gear to go into battle. I don't yeah. need to have my top charms equipped. I don't need any of this stuff. Yeah, you but know? you like, don't want to not use the fun well, toys. Well, what's though, the point right? of having <laughs> it? <if you're laughs> yeah, exactly. It, right? like, then the uh, journey is, use, is is pointless. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I find myself doing things like, okay, I'm not going to use any any smoke bombs, any, uh, pretty much any trickery, you know, any right. throwing knives, any bows, any, I'm going pure samurai, I'm only using my katana, and I'm going to let them all attack first. It's probably time to change the difficulty. Or just wait for a time when you organically really feel like playing it again. Yeah. Not all games have to be enjoyed from start to finish all the way, like the whole way through. Yeah. Right? Like, so let's move on to number two. This uh, somewhat exciting, mostly just because of what intellectual property it is, but this somewhat exciting G.I. Joe game that recently got announced. Uh, so G.I. Joe Operation Blackout uh, is a team-based third-person shooter uh, that's coming to basically everything uh, on October 13th, looks like. So extremely soon, too. This was just announced and like is like dropping imminently. 12 playable characters, supposedly. That's across, I think that's across Team Joe and Cobra. So like maybe like six per side, you know, okay, I don't know. Yeah. Game's gonna have uh, an 18 mission campaign single player, also local split screen co op, uh, and apparently a variety of PvP modes. The game kind of like visually looks a little bit like a slightly more cartoony version of Borderlands. They showed some neat cutscenes where it looked like it, they had that stylized look where it's like right out of a comic book. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like leaping out of the page kind of, looks kind of, kind of neat. I've heard a lot of people complain about how, how much it looks like Borderlands. I don't really feel the complaint, personally. Like, I don't think it looks totally derivative of, uh, of Borderlands. Like, it doesn't look exactly the same. Like, yeah, it's a style. I mean, it's, it's a style. Uh... I don't know. I mean, there's not that much to say at the moment. I think it looks really cool. I had a lot of G.I. Joes as a kid. I haven't cared I think a lot of us at did. all uh, <laughs> yeah. about it. Uh, I thought the movies kind of sucked, you know. And, uh, uh, I didn't even see them, thankfully. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> save you from that. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Could be cool. But, you know, it's it's an IP that has, like, it's got some cachet. Like, yeah. it's known characters that haven't been explored in a really good way lately. And the fact that it just has seemingly so much different kind of gameplay in it, it's pretty enticing. The local co-op is yeah, basically that's... never a thing anymore. Yeah, right? Like, never. And it has PvP multiplayer modes that could be just straight PvP. That could be, like, um, you know, Battle Royale. We don't know. It you know, could be interesting for sure. Something big to keep your eyes on. There's not that much I'm excited about on the horizon. This kind of immediately jumped to the top of the list just because it's like it's weird and different and I don't know what to expect from it. Fair enough. You fair know, enough. and like I love multiplayer games. This game and also Star Wars is it Squadrons? Squadrons yeah, Squadrons. Yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. These are the two now that are on the top of my since we uh, last discussed Squadrons, um, I saw like a hands-on impression that I was a little like, 
<laughs> oh, really? kind of dialed back my excitement a bit. Uh -oh. okay, it was yeah. like hands-on first impressions kind of thing. And honestly, the dogfighting looked a little like just kind of like a little arcadey and like not as like slick as it did in like the trailer and hmm. I'm like so you know still cautiously optimistic right, right but but yeah basically Star Wars Squadrons and now this G.I. Joe game are suddenly really the only things that I that I seem to care about and they're in 2020 both, now <laughs> they're both sort of double uh, A games right like, yeah they're uh, both kind of like mid-tier you know they're both coming out soon like this is October I think Squadrons is also October. I'd have to check just, again. But, you know, yeah. they have uh, nostalgic uh, yeah. values. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Totally, totally. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, We'll see how it goes. Interesting. So moving right along, that brings us to Alan Wake DLC joining Control Universe. Um, and yeah, Alan Wake, just it was, uh, it was my favorite horror game before Resident Evil 7, which is now, like, the best horror game I've ever, play ever, ever played. But previous to that, yeah, Alan Wake was just like... It was a really amazing game on Xbox. Um, I, I completely had a blast playing it. It left a huge impression on me. Very cool Stephen King sort of like story. Alan Wake DLC coming back to the Remedy universe, I guess. Remedy makes Control. Control is a game that we're both familiar with. Uh, neither of us have been super... Yeah, I, I mean, I saw a trailer for it and uh, I saw it on sale, but uh, never, I never bought it. I, yeah. I, I was never overly interested in it. And, yeah. Um, only now that you mentioned this Alan Wake and horror business and what, and well, now I'm a little interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say, well, but. I mean, it's kind of like, like I also, you know, I think like it sounds like you had, you heard uh, anecdotally a bit more sort of maybe, maybe negative press about, uh, about control than I did. I, I remember, I, like, I heard some people talk about, sort of speak about the game in a way that actually, because I was initially completely uninterested, just, just it's not my style, um, but, like, I heard some people that I trust sort of talk about the game a lot and be, like, really, like, kind of extol its virtues, so it make me, it's making me think now, you know, maybe, I mean, because Remedy is a company that I like, you know, maybe it's something that I should have paid a bit more attention to. Apparently, because I haven't played the game, but apparently inside Control, there's a lot of, like, hidden Easter eggs and, like, references to stuff that happens in Alan Wake. Okay. Sort of indicating that the games are tied thematically in the same universe, in the same world, whatever. You know, this is Alan Wake actually appearing in DLC in the Control game, which I'm going to look up when it comes out, because I can't remember. I think it maybe already is. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the controversy about the upgrade edition. Let's oh. not discuss that. All right. So, yeah, it's supposed to come out uh, end of the month, August 27th. Yeah, it's basically, I mean, Control is like a sort of an, X, an x files -y kind of game where you play it. I think it's like the, the Federal Bureau of Control, maybe. Not gear, some sort of uh, government agency that investigates all this weird supernatural stuff. So, basically, the story of the Alan Wake video game is being investigated by the characters in Control. Which is like he's like a he's like a horror writer where the the stuff that he writes comes to life. Uh, there was a film. Uh, yeah, it's it's very in the mouth of madness. In the mouth. John of Carpenter. Madness. Yes. One of yes. my favorite horror movies. That was a phenomenal movie. It was, was a phenomenal movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you would have loved Alan Wake had you played it. Yeah, it's totally yeah. right up your alley. Well, I'm not big on the horror games. No. I guess. Yeah, but it's really story based. It's like. I'm not big on story games either. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways. And, and that's one thing that turned me off of Control, as it seemed. Like there was more story in it, right? Than I was in it. some of the you know telekinetic, uh, yeah, powers seemed cool, but the story and yeah, honestly, the telekinetic power stuff. I mean, when I saw it, I just I sort of immediately saw I looked at it and was like, ah, it's low budget, unlicensed Star Wars. Like okay. that's kind of like when I when I looked at it and I see telekinetic stuff, people moving things around with their mind, psycho powers. I'm instantly, like, I thought infamous. It's actually um, a much, a much probably more accurate. I, uh, I don't know, take. but like I just, I just okay, infamous with way more story and reading, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Well, I mean, listen, I don't think there's that much more to say about that. Basically, anybody who's a fan of Control or a big fan of Alan Wake probably would be a little bit excited about. Yeah, it. worth and, checking um, out. I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that brings us to our final item, which is Second Extinction, uh, which is a new game by Avalanche Studios. It's by the same the same developer as uh, Generation Zero. I can never remember the name. Systemic Reaction? Is that what it is? I feel like that was what you said, but... Uh... Yeah, Systemic Reaction. So it's the next game by the Generation Zero developers. Unfortunately, uh, it's Xbox only, yeah. so we're not going to we be able to play it. Yeah, we not talk about it, you know? 
just kidding. We shouldn't even, we're not even, <laughs> like, we haven't declared ourselves a PlayStation podcast. Wow. But yeah. Teague and I both play only PlayStation. Yeah. So it's like, we're kind of effectively a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> Until Sony does something to piss me off and I'm going pure Xbox. So, <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So sadly, it's, uh, it's Xbox only. I'm not sure if I want to play it that much. But after having such a positive experience from Generation Zero, I'm kind of like a little into... Because it's again, so this is a first person game. It's action. It does seem a lot more action than Generation Seems a lot Zero. more action. It's maybe like a Systemic Reaction's idea of Left 4 Dead. You know, okay. like their version. Of, maybe? I mean, I don't know. You know, it's sort of, it's not that clear, but like it looks a bit more like a squad tactics thing. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like it's intense. The only clips I've seen have been non-stop shooting yeah. stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's really it's very, it's very actiony. I, I I don't know, you know, like that, at least it looks the like clips at least. that we've that I've seen anyways yeah. Yeah. are nonstop. But. but yeah, to to go back for a second, so uh, Second Extinction is a dinosaur hunting, like a first person action game where you where you're fighting dinosaurs. Mutant dinosaurs, mutant mutant dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. No regular raptors, oh, just no. mutant raptors. Oh, uh, I, um, I think there's acid spitting ones. There, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is acid spitting ones. Invisible ones. It's three player online co-op, and yeah, this is going into early access on Steam in September. Who knows? Maybe it'll come to PlayStation some later date. Uh, the amount of care that we'll be able to muster for this will probably be limited if it's only on Xbox. But yeah. uh, it's exciting to see them working on something cool. I'm, I don't know. I'm just curious because yeah, of again here. how much I'm enjoying Generation Zero. I mean, this could be like a mood thing too. You know, like maybe. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> maybe yeah. the game just you know came across it at the right time. You know, maybe. But, um, yeah, yeah. But there's know. like yeah, there, there's something about their games. Like they just have a personality or a sense of self more than other stuff. They're very confident in what they're trying to present. Hmm. You know, like Generation Zero, the whole time I felt like this game just knows what it wants to do and doesn't care if I don't like it. Yeah. And like, I really appreciated that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it's a very honest way of, like, showing a game to people. Yeah, um, it's just kind of but, uh, deal with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that's kind of all we had for today. Yeah. Um, episode three uh, of uh, Noob Talk. Noob Talk. And uh, we'll be back next week. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye for now. Sure, well, that was pretty... Stuck pretty close to what we were trying to do there. Right.